Welcome to today's episode of Let Me Be Brief. I'm your co-host, Andy Rieger, joined as always by my best buddy, Matt Basinger of Swell Spark. We're in the Let It Fly Media Studios today, and we're joined by the wonderful Miss Jackie Wise of M-Prize Bank. Today's guest is someone who we have a shared COVID story with. His name is Jeff Schutz. Jeff is the president of City Rent-A-Truck. Jeff, welcome to the show. Great. Great to be here. All right. Let's, uh, let's start with a softball question. What does your company do? So there's obviously City Rent-A-Truck. We rent trucks. There's just so many different ways to, to answer that question. Okay. But um, we're talking to another business person. Basically, we give businesses flexibility with their with their work truck fleet to where they don't have to own all of their vehicles it it uh frees up their capital restrictions so they can grow their business um and uh you know it 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 helps them out with their fleet so they can right size it 100 percent utilization so it helps them with their w- replacement vehicles their their uh their uh if they're seasonal business mm-hmm. Or all of a sudden, there's a lot of business coming their way and, and quotes, and they, they, they don't have to go out and buy a $75,000 truck for a three-month project. Sure. So. And, and so are these typically, uh, when we're talking about this with, I mean, both of us have businesses that we need to move stuff all the time. Yeah. <clears throat> are these short-term rentals typically that you're on average seeing? Like, are your, nor, like break it down as a percentage of people yeah. that are doing daily rentals versus weekly rentals versus monthly rentals so we do a lot of weekly and monthly that's the majority of it a lot of project-based stuff um but you know we'll have customers we're all over the country Um, we transport nationwide and there might be say a wind farm in texas and they need 20 pickups we'll transport the 20 pickups and and they might need need those for a year so we'll do a a 12-month agreement nice thing about it is sometimes it takes them 18 months so they'll extend it that gives them the flexibility that they need um they get done in nine months, bring it back, toss us the keys. They don't have any obligations for a cost of ownership at all. So that gives them, again, more flexibility. Let's say that they have another project they're starting, say, in Wyoming or something like that. Well, we, we got enough. We got nine trucks there, but we need three more. Will you sell us those three trucks? Yeah, we're ready to dispose of them anyway. We sell it wholesale as is. They were test driving it for a year. What a perfect test drive. And so they like that flexibility also. So... I got to know a little bit more about your business as we were hanging out recently, but you know, there are other companies who rent trucks. Um, you all do so much more than that. And I think the specificity and the types of vehicles that you are helping businesses grow by housing, like it's not just box trucks. It's not just a bunch of F-150s. Like tell us kind of the gamut of the types of vehicles that you're helping supply for folks here. Uh, in town? So good question. Um, Before the pandemic, um, you know, we offered the flatbeds all sizes, um, 11 foot, nine foot. We had crew cabs, regular cabs. We had 22 foot flatbeds, um, all sizes of pickups. We have a uh, a one ton diesel crew cab, four wheel drive gooseneck. I I don't know if you guys are truck guys and if any of this is, I know know I'm throwing a lot of stuff out there, but, but it, um, we, we had a, a quite the variety there, but, um, and, and, and the other thing is that, that made us different is we allowed you to work with our work trucks and mm-hmm. we allowed average workwear where there were other companies that rented and you couldn't tow with it. You couldn't take it off road. You couldn't put gravel in it. Well, I mean, why? Yeah. What good does that yeah, do? Yeah, exactly. So 
that's how we kind of started out and there you know there's it's a good business model that people are starting to repeat now um, because it's 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 worked and anyway uh, back to your your question um, because of the the pandemic supply chain um, some of these trucks that I just mentioned are are, are hard to get mm-hmm. um, we're, we're, we're finding some we're having to make relationships all over the country um, we're working with the OEMs they're being a uh, some of them can be a little bit flexible. Basically we just have to pay more now. And so when we're talking to other dealers and they do have something, they don't, you know, they they were laughing at us when we said we want a fleet deal. But now we're just like, you know, don't, don't laugh at me. I need some trucks, but we're no, we know we have to pay. Now guys it's getting to the point where they just don't have a truck. I mean, there's, that's it. There's not just nothing to do. So it's difficult. And, Mm -hmm. and, and so, you know, during during the shutdown or the lockdown with the pandemic, we we were busy because of e-commerce. We rent a lot to to, to the e-commerce. Um, we were considered a, a, a essential because of the distribution and transportation. Sure. So we were busy. I mean, we 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 were hurting for a month or two, but after that, we we did fine. And and it was hard when we watched other businesses really suffer. But now it's coming back around where if we were to dispose of a truck. We, we, we kill it right now. It's just, it's just our vehicles are going up in value. And that's, when have you heard that? It's right? bizarre. So, <laughs> but I can't. We're filming this in May of 2022 for the listeners. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but I, I can't, uh, yeah, I don't know if that'll ever happen again, you know, ever. But um, it's like, okay. Doesn't make sense. No, not at all. Especially with, with the business that I'm in. You know, I've got a mm-hmm. certain way on my, the way we, way I have a certain, we have a certain business model and the way we run the business. And, we also consider ourselves asset managers. We're in the asset management business, which affects the bottom line. The daily rental affects the, the top line. So anyway, um, we, we uh, have to stay in the business that we're in. We can't sell all of our vehicles. We got to maintain the market share, but you kind of want to sell vehicles, <laughs> but what are you yeah. going to replace it with? So because of what's happening and because of the supply chain, you don't, we don't just kind of throw in the towel and be like, okay, well, we'll just, we're just going to have to not rent as much and just sell a few every month. And no, we, we we're like, okay, what, what is out there? You talk to a dealer and it's like, no, we don't have any of those, but I had a, a deal on service bodies. I got 10 of them and the customer backed out. I got, I got a couple bucket trucks. I got some, uh, parcel vans, uh, which, they called me on those. It's like the like what UPS drives those sure. kind of trucks. And I said, well, let's let's call our accounts and our clients and let's see if they'll rent them first before we buy them. And they're like, yeah, when can we get them? So we went into that business. Um, bucket trucks, dump trucks. We're now beyond uh, CDL is over uh, is it 20, 26,000 GBWR. Your CDL driver's license. Whoa, whoa, and- whoa, 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 whoa. GDWR. GVWR. GVWR. Gross vehicle weight rating. There we go. Sorry about that. How many bottles of whiskey is that? Is the real question that Andy needs answers to. <laughs> oh, probably like 6,000. Okay. Truckload. Yeah. But um, we're now going beyond that for the first time, and our, we're into some Peterbilt dump trucks that wow. are 66,000 GBWR. That's more bottles of whiskey, by the way. <laughs> Think about how many you could just put in there. You could just dump them right out. Just dump them. So, uh, uh, so an interesting conversation I had recently with someone who is a, a high up executive at um, a very large uh, 
vehicle manufacturer in the United States, a very well-known brand name. Uh, he said that one of the most interesting things that is on their plate right now in order to handle this supply chain logistic issue uh, with respect to specifically all the semiconductors that are having shortages is they're actually debating selling cars that are not finished. And he said simple things such as back seat electric heaters for the seats and just saying, hey, in nine months, bring it into one of the dealers and we will install this piece, but it's not going to work when you get it. And he was just like, I, I can't even believe we're having these conversations right now, but we don't feel like some of these things that have been modernized factors of cars really matter for what people say, I just want the car. Why have just that give sitting there and not being utilized when it's there's a high demand for it, you're right. Funny thing is we did receive on accident from an OEM a unit that was that was not finished with all the chips and and it so it was not a very smart uh, cargo van. It ha it didn't have all of its brains. So sure. yeah, um, that makes sense what you just said. Yeah. So let's talk about your business and your business growth. You have been with City Rent Truck now for for how long? 15 years, 15 years. Yeah. And so in that time, y'all have moved from kind of a, Hey, we serve these pockets of Kansas city. And if you need a truck, we might be able to help you. Mm -hmm. And you all just had an expansion. Is that accurate? And, uh, like what, what is sitting truck doing now that you weren't doing 15 years ago? So we're going into the other markets with the, with the Beckett trucks and the, and the, uh, the dump trucks and, and, uh, the, the, the parcel vans, just some, some areas that we haven't been into. Um, we're doing, and, and what are the other markets? Sorry. So, so bucket trucks would be, uh, okay. yeah. So the bucket trucks, the, the dump trucks, a lot, lot of electrical contractors, infrastructure contractors, um, that we're, we're going, we have a, uh, impact nationwide now. Um, we did expand to St. Louis market a year ago. Um, we do have the uh, three locations here in the Kansas city market. Um, we want to go to other markets. Um, so City Rental Truck, you know, it's, it's become a, a, a recognizable good brand to where it can be City Rental Truck St. Louis, City Rental Truck Dallas, City Rental Truck Kansas City. Um, so that's, that's an area. And are you looking at that as almost a franchise so, model or, no, or wholly great owned? Que great question. I've been on the fence with that for so long, and, and, and I've actually talked with some some. I'm some of the people that you know in this area that are in the franchise business. By the way, I'd like to point out that he said my question was a great question. He hasn't said any of those about yours, <laughs> but Matt. he did point to me as far as the people that I know. So I think I got one up on you here. It's Andy. interesting. It's yeah, interesting. Sorry, please continue. Yeah. So I, we've 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 uh, seeked counsel on this. We've seek we've sought out advice on this. I've read books. I've talked to everybody I can, and, and it, it, you know, not for sure if it's a franchisable business for sure. Or, and am I the right person to run, be a franchisor? You got to be a certain type of operator if that's what you want to do. I don't know if that's me or not. Your model just changes, right? You go from being the leasing company to being the asset owner and leasing yeah. to the franchises, not to the end customers. Right. My my deal is losing the control. Sure. Somewhat. Mm -hmm. I get it. You know, you're, yep. you're supposed to have things in place to control. Because as, as we've spoken about, I think what really set you apart in the early days and now is your level of customer service compared to other folks who are renting vehicles. I mean, they're not, they're not comparable. When you're yeah. talking about some of the bigger names that are nationwide, 
when they go into one of their stores compared to one of yours, yeah. it is a completely different experience. We just we, we we stress that it's the first thing on our five core values is customer first. Um, we try to hire the right people. They do a behavioral assessment, but um, we 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 choose that first before we go any further to talk to the person. Um, uh, you know, we have something that's everybody has their mission statement and all these things, and I. I uh, all those, they just all kind of sound the same, but I worked real hard on something that I just, I wanted to call just our passion. Mm -hmm. And it's real simple, make the customer experience memorable by establishing relationships and showing genuine gratitude. And to me, in just a sentence, that just says it all. And so I just try to program that into my team. Mm -hmm. and uh no, I'll say no. to brag on that a little bit, what's interesting is we met in the last year, but we were connected well before that. And so just to share a quick story of how the three of us are connected to this table, in the midst of the pandemic, the J. Rieger & Co. Distillery was making a lot of hand sanitizer to help folks in and around the Kansas City area. We were helping distribute that through some of our stores. And the only reason that we could do that uh, was because we rented a, a big truck from you all at City Rent-A-Truck. Well, I think one of the neatest things to point back to what you stand for is after a month of helping people helping distribute 12,000 bottles of sanitizer around the Kansas City Metro, we returned that truck to you. You wouldn't let us pay for it. And, and I don't know if that right. was, <laughs> yeah, seem right. I don't know if that That's was awesome. you or someone else, but you know, it gives me goosebumps to this oh, day, cool. just talking about what you, the things that I know that you do to impact Kansas City that most folks probably don't even know. You know? I, I thank you for saying that. And I'd yeah. like to do more. Um, just, have to figure out what that is. Yeah. <laughs> not, so. not, not to keep hitting on the COVID train, but that was that was probably the biggest thing, the biggest takeaway from COVID was you saw people's true, true colors. People that felt like they needed to step up and some people like, like a, a rental truck business, what can you really do to help? Everyone mm. had to get creative saying, well, I mean, I, I, do, I, yeah. I can't directly help this pandemic, but I can help elements of it. Yeah. And you saw that a lot in people and you saw some people that said, I've got a really good side in me. I w I'm here to help. And you had a lot of people in society that said, you know what, it's me against the world and everyone else. Forget everybody else. Yeah. I don't care about you. Right. Uh, I, I, I have just one more business question I want to ask. Just we were talking about growth and the trajectory of the business. You've been there for 15 years. What has been the evolution of the fleet size from then to where it sits today? So it's probably 10 times the size. Um, you know, we've, we've got, um, well, and not just the size, but the types of vehicles. I remember that the guys that I took over from, um, they, they uh, had two-wheel drive uh, flatbeds or pickups, and, and they had gas. And, and I asked, why, why, are, why aren't we doing four-wheel drive? Well, because we don't, they'll tear it up. We don't want them to take it off the road and and go four-wheeling or whatever i go well but your two-wheel drive over here is all messed up because they did take it off the road <laughs> go for, so that makes no sense so we uh we started changing up the mix and and getting what people wanted and listening to the customer and just kind of looked for opportunity and that all goes back to the relationship with the customer how are you going to know what they want if you don't have a relationship with them so what as far as taking that and looking future facing is your goal to expand by adding more locations in Kansas City? Is it to add more locations outside of Kansas City? Is it simply to get more trucks and lean into this kind of rent and then sales model? What do you What do you think is going to be the biggest growth engine for you over the course of the next couple of years? 
So we want to go into some other markets. Uh, we know we have some competitors, and we know we can um, cater to customers and have just one, one location, one brick and mortar. Um, but we, we feel like, and a lot of the fleet managers we talk to out there, they agree with this, that the brick and mortar spread out help with transportation. They help with the service. They help that if you want one for just a week. They're more, like, they're more yards than brick and mortars or parking lots than yeah. brick and mortars, right? Yeah. Yeah. Storage units. Yeah. So, so um, we, we, we just feel like that that's, that, that if our, my competitors don't want to do that, my fleet managers out there are saying they want that. So yep. we're going to probably do that. Yep. So um, we, we're going to go into some other, other markets. That's awesome. Well, this is called Let Me Be Brief. Uh, so we have to start wrapping up. But I think my, my final question, as you look to growth, are you all self-funding growth? Are you talking to, are you, are you calling Emprise Bank? Are you uh, taking on local investors? Or like what is kind of the growth engine for you in gaining assets and gaining brick and mortars? So we don't, we are the, uh, <laughs> the, the uh, hot spot. We, yeah, 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 yeah. We, we don't have debt um, except for the, what we call financial capital, which is our revolving line of credit. And I'm okay. sure she's understanding all of this terminology, but um, uh, we, we have some partnership potential out sure. there. Um, there's been talks, um, but it's all been closely held. Sure. And and self-funded, like you say, um, I, I like a um, smart, strong balance sheet. And that's that's important to to us. That's what that's what helped us get through 2008, 2009 sure. is having that strong balance sheet. So we we'll we'll, we'll pay off our vehicles. And I, and I apologize. I'm rambling because you nope. just said, well, let me be brief. But I know. Um, and then I just realized so, I, I was curious. So. Yeah. <laughs> No, that's that's a good question. That's that's um, hey, it's a good question. Yeah, thanks, buddy. <laughs> get, my first one. Your first so, one. so you both you got both got a tick mark, right? There both it is. That's right. We'll yeah, this has been a great conversation. Well, my my last question, nothing to do with business, and mm -hmm. aside from maybe having kids, what's the coolest thing that you've ever done? Uh, you know, I, I'd have to say that um, five years ago we took a trip to Europe. And uh, it was Germany and Austria. And actually, it was my son's college football team that played a semi-pro team in Aust Innsbruck, Austria. And that, How'd they do? Pardon me? How'd they do? They won. And, and surprisingly, there was some ex-NFL players on that team. Wow. Uh, uh, Where'd your son play football? At Benedictine. Yeah, he Damn. was a quarterback there. Um, so... It was the whole experience was amazing. I, I learned about the purity law in 1516. That I can't remember what king it was, but you make a beer this way mm -hmm. or it's against the law. And I think they still enforce that purity law. Casey Bierko abides by that. Yeah. With all the beers they make. Yeah. And, that, and I thought that was just pretty cool. Anyway, um, I got to get back there for Oktoberfest sometime. But, but anyway, they, they, uh, I had a camera. I was, I, I am an, an amateur. I, I looked like a pro because I had a big camera. I just <laughs> bought it. I didn't know how to use it. And they're like, oh, you're, so you're taking pictures? They gave me a sideline pass, so I'm taking pictures <laughs> in this cool stadium. And you got the, the Alps in the background, and I'm taking pictures of the, uh, of the game. And, and it, was, it was pretty neat. I had a uh, probably 320-pound defensive lineman go running down chasing a, a kick return guy. And I'm taking pictures, and he just – took me out and I was flying but, um, but that trip to Europe was amazing it it gets in your blood you want to go back and so we're going to Ireland in November 
So awesome. we're looking at City yeah. Rent a Truck Dublin opening in November of 2022. <laughs> yeah. yep. um, hey, Jeff, on behalf of Emprise Bank, the Let It Fly Media Studios, Jay Rieger and Co. Distillery, and Swell Spark, uh, it's so fun to watch what you're doing here in town. It's, it's so cool to see the way that you're taking care of people in Kansas City, and we wish you all the luck and success as you continue to grow. Thanks for being a part of the show. Thanks. Thanks for having me.